All right, here we go again. It's time for another episode of Crazy James Speaks. I am your host, Crazy James, and today we're going to wrap up the Stanley Cup playoffs. They finished the other night. We're going to talk about how he did in that final round. We'll talk about the the playoffs in general and going forward what's going to happen and, and just some general thoughts about hockey. So, are you ready? Buckle in, folks. Let's talk some hockey. All right, so the other night, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. They beat the Dallas Stars, beat them in six games. I'd picked Dallas to win that. I thought that I, I thought that Dallas would win. I thought that they were going to, you know, kind of pull that rabbit out of the hat. But, well... It didn't happen that way. I wanted Game 7. Didn't get that. Because I want Game 7 overtime in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's only happened twice since the NHL has taken control of the Stanley Cup. Uh, 1950-1954. I believe Detroit won both of those. So maybe Detroit has to be involved for it to happen. But, uh, hey, good luck. Uh, Good luck. Good job to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Disappointing season last year in so much as tremendous regular season and then got blown out of the water in the first round by Columbus. I mean, how embarrassing was that, right? The arguably one of the greatest regular season, one of the greatest regular seasons ever in the history of the NHL and then you lose in four straight and lost bad to the Columbus Blue Jackets last year. So, yeah, so that is, uh, that, that's the end of that. So Tampa come back, they had something to prove and, and they proved it. They proved me wrong. They, they, they absolutely proved me wrong. Let's see how I, I don't, I wasn't very kind to Tampa Bay. Now, Tampa Bay did not play in the play-in round, so I didn't have them there. Uh, let's see here. Well, in the first round, they played they played Columbus in that first round, and I thought Columbus would do it again. And, you know, it was, it, it was a 4-1 series victory for Tampa, but, you know, the... The first one was five overtimes they played, right? And Tampa Bay won that one. And then game two, Columbus won that to tie it. And then they were all one-goal games, you know? Tampa Bay won. They won 3-2, 2-1. And then the, the last game, game five, they won 5-4. And that was overtime as well. So, yes, five-game series are considered to be short but you know I I think that this was a well considering the amount of overtime that was played this was longer than five games and it really could have gone either way so Tampa Bay 
they overcome that. I did not pick them in the first round. In the second round, oh, I did pick them over Boston. I'm just looking at my notes here. And I, I did not pick pick them in the final four. I, I picked the Islanders to beat them, and that, of course, didn't happen. And then in the final, I picked Dallas. Now, against with Dallas, was I kind to them? I don't think so. I might have been a little bit. Let's see, Dallas and Calgary. Yeah, I picked Dallas to beat Calgary. And, well, but then I picked Colorado to, to beat them, and they didn't. And I picked Vegas to beat them, and they didn't. And then I, I picked them to win, and they, they disappointed me. <laughs> what does this all mean? Well, ultimately, in the end, there is 23 series played, and that includes the preliminary round, the, the very first round. So 23 series was played. I got 11 of them right. So, yeah, a little less than 50%. But you know what? It's a crapshoot when you do this anyways, right? You go with you go with your your best guess, your best educated guess. How much better did the guys on TV do when they made their predictions? You don't really see a lot of them coming on and saying, "Hey, yeah, boy was I wrong." Unless they're ribbing each other about something, but at the end of a, a series, I haven't seen anybody come on and, and say that, you know, oh, yeah, well, here's how we all did. No, no, no. So the Stanley Cup's been won. Hell of a job by Toronto and Edmonton and the NHL, for that matter, and and the Ontario Health Authority, the Alberta Health Authority, to, to make to make it possible. Nobody tested positive for COVID once they were in the bubble. So so that's good news. Going forward, we'll see. They want to have a full 82-game schedule for the 2020 and 2021 season. Is that going to be possible? I don't know. It's going to be tough. I'll tell you this. I believe that we will have Stanley Cup hockey in July. I think either way, because they're going to want to have as long a season as possible. And the only way to have a long enough season is if they've got enough time. Now, remember, I mentioned this before. The Olympics were supposed to be this year in Tokyo, but they were canceled, postponed until next year because of COVID-19. And they've got to go forward. I mean, there's just too much money. If if these Olympics are canceled outright, that could just about be the end of the Olympics. It's hundreds of millions of dollars to build the stadiums. And you got to get something back from that. You got to get your investment back by selling tickets to these events. The other thing that you need to remember too is the TV deal. NBC has the rights to the Olympics and to the NHL in the States. I know you're thinking, oh, well, who cares about the States? Well, you got to care about the States um, because they've got 340 million people and they spend a lot of money on television rights for stuff. 
So that's going to affect the NHL. They have to take that into account. Does that mean that the Stanley Cup playoffs have got to be over by the time the Olympics start? Well, maybe not entirely over, but I think that the Stanley Cup playoffs have got to be over within the first two or three days of the Olympics. And they start, I think it's July 17th that they start. So there's that to worry about. So how big a season can they have? Now, they've had short seasons before when there's lockouts because of labor disputes. They started on January 1st one year, and it was a 48-game season, but that was a season that they ended at the regular time. So, you know, the beginning of June, you get the rest of, you get all of June, you get half of July. That that gives you some more time in there. I think minimum, if you're going to have a season where you're playing everybody, you, you got to have 70 games at least, I think. That's, I'm just pulling that number off the top of my head, but to have a meaningful regular season, 70 games, I think is just about right. And then regular playoffs, only 16 teams, not 24. This year was an anomaly, right? Not everybody had played the same amount of games and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And and here, are you going to have fans in the stands? The NFL is postponing a game between a couple of teams this week coming up simply because I think three guys tested positive. And this is what happens when you start to travel. Toronto and Edmonton were bubbles. And the players went in and they didn't come out. Right? Tampa Bay and, and the Islanders, they were in the bubble in Toronto and then they came to the bubble in Edmonton on private jets. So there there was no chance of, of catching anything. Th- there's going to have to be something in, in, in place, some sort of contingency. I don't know what that is. There's people way smarter than me that are worried about this right now. Um... I hope we have a full season next year. I think that the Oilers are on the verge of something great. Who knows what's going to happen? There are also those out there who are kind of saying that this Stanley Cup wasn't as hard to win. Really? These guys haven't seen their families since the end of July. They've gone into a bubble. There was a few guys... Uh, Corey Perry was one. They showed his wife up in the crowd. John Cooper, coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning, his brother had made it in. But they had the they had the quarantine for two weeks before they they had the quarantine for two weeks before they came in to that bubble. Uh, it's not the same. I, I don't know if you can, how much you're going to be able to isolate everybody. So much is going to depend on 
so much is going to depend on how the coronavirus is behaving and how big the outbreaks are. And right now, down in the States, cases are on the rise. Cases are on the rise up here in Canada, too. This is a, a global event, and it's bad, <laughs> clearly. I hope we have a, a full season. I, I want to have that full season. And, and we'll go forward from there. So, I, oh, and here's, here's something else, too. Gary Bettman came out and presented the Conn Smythe Trophy and, and the Stanley Cup. And, and traditionally what happens when Gary Bettman comes out, the fans boo, right? The, why do they boo? Well, Gary Bettman's not particularly popular. Has he done good things for the game of hockey? He certainly has. He's grown it tremendously. But the man comes across as a little aloof, you know, I'm better than you. It's like, come on, dude, you're not better than me. You're not better than anybody. Um, I think that what they should have done, they should have piped in the booze because I, I've read articles. He sort of revels in it a little bit. Yeah, sure, I'm the bad guy. I'll be the bad guy. If it's going to do good things for the game... I'll be the bad guy. Sure, that's that's great. Uh, pipe in the booze. He kind of revels in it a little bit. And he stands there and with that little smirk on his face, looking like the Count from Sesame Street. And if you don't believe me, look it up. They could have piped in the booze, and he would have got a chuckle out of that. Or, conversely, he could have come out and said, meh. You know, talk about how great the fans were. He says, I know you love to boo me, and you know what? I miss hearing it. Right? That would work. That'd be, I wish he would have said that. Something he didn't say that I really feel he should have said. He said nothing. I mean, he, he thanked the, you know, he congratulated the players on winning and, and thanked Dallas for putting on a heck of a show in the final as well. But he didn't, he said nothing about Toronto and Edmonton being the host cities. And I'm not asking him to have a whole soliloquy about it. I'm saying acknowledge the fact that for the last two months, two cities, two arenas, two entertainment groups have gone all out and made it possible for this to happen. I think that here's something else. He didn't do it, and that pissed me off. Something else that's going to happen is I really believe that this playoff will do lots to rehabilitate Edmonton's image among NHL players. Edmonton's always sort of had a, well, not always, but ever since Chris Pronger left, Edmonton's had a, a bad reputation. I don't want to go to Edmonton. It's the northernmost city in the NHL. It's cold. It's desolate. There's nothing there. These are the things that players believe. Now, after so many of them having been in Edmonton for so long, during summer, and let's face it, since they started playing 
at the beginning of August until now, the weather has been pretty good. Has it rained? Sure. A few days. Has it been bad? No, the weather has been beautiful. And Edmonton has great golf courses. And there's, there is good shopping in Edmonton as well. And I'm not just talking West Edmonton Mall. There's lots of neat little things. And it's, with the River Valley going through it, it's beautiful. So I think that this is going to have players looking at Edmonton and instead of having Edmonton on the no trade list, Edmonton will be one of those cities that they, they'd be willing to go to for a few reasons. One, decent city, good rink, and you've also got arguably two of the best players in the world in Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl being there. So this is a win for Edmonton in so many ways. Toronto, Toronto never really had that problem simply because it's Toronto, right? Toronto is seen as a big metropolitan forward-thinking city because in a lot of ways it is. Toronto has its reputation and it's well-deserved. Edmonton had a reputation that wasn't so well-deserved. Have they sucked for the last 13 years, basically, more or less? Yeah. Are they going to get better going forward? Yes, I believe that. I believe that the team, the organization, has turned that corner, and I think that now you're going to see Edmonton not only playing in the playoffs, but seriously competing for the Stanley Cup going forward. So... Just a quick little wrap up there. That that's what I've got. Thanks for listening to me, Rand. I got to give a shout out. I should have done this at the beginning, but I don't have lots of listeners. There's, you know, four or five, maybe six of you. Maybe maybe there's a few more. But every once in a while, I get to talk to some of them, and I've mentioned some of them before. You know, Shar is somebody who really encouraged me to do this, and I've talked to Ben, and he likes to listen to this when when he's out walking and Lyle, Lyle is, uh, the guy who gives me my drugs. No, not those kind of drugs. Lyle, Lyle's a pharmacist and he listens to me while he's, I think while, while you're closing Lyle or, I mean, they're not real long. So Lyle, I'm giving you a shout out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the encouragement. Everybody who listens, thanks for, for doing so. Hey, what do you think is going to happen next year? When's the season going to start? Is it going to start on December 1st? Is it going to be January 1st? Is it going to be sooner? Is it going to be later? They're going to play 82 games? When do you think the season's going to end? And will Tampa Bay repeat as champions? I'm telling you now, my prediction, no. I'm putting it down right now. Tampa Bay does not repeat as champions. I'm not saying that because I hate Tampa. I'm saying that because there are that many good teams and there are some teams that are coming up. You've got, you know, the Flyers are looking good. Pittsburgh and Washington are still going to be dangerous teams. This is out east. Out west, you've got teams like Colorado, Edmonton, Vancouver that are on the rise. So, you know, is Dallas going to go back to the final? I don't know. It's going to be tough. So, so there you go. That wraps up our our playoff edition, I'll be speaking again sometime in the next week about something that's not hockey. Thanks for listening, everybody. Share this with everybody you know, and we'll talk to you on the flip side.